Hey fam, welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast, the art of hearing God's perfect will. The podcast that invites you to tune into God's guidance and discover his flawless plan for your life. I'm Michelle Honora, your host, and I'm thrilled to have you here. I'm an author, speaker, and spiritual direction coach, as well as the founder and director of the Center for Prophetic Listening. In a world filled with noise and distractions, finding clarity in God's will can be a challenge, especially if you're facing significant life transitions. Whatever challenges you're encountering, you're about to learn how to discern God's perfect will for both significant and everyday situations. So tune in, open your heart, and embark with me on this sacred quest to hear God's voice and discern His perfect will for your life. Welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Hey fam, welcome back to today's episode of the Prophetic Listening Podcast. I am super excited to introduce you to today's guest. So we have Pastor Don McKegg. Don McKegg is a pastor of Vine Fellowship in Arlington, Texas. Uh, he's the founder of Don McCraig Ministries. Uh, I almost said McCraig there, McCaig. Uh, He is an author, he's a speaker, and he's the host of the Church Questions podcast. Uh, he's really passionate about making theology useful for everyday Christians, and he is basically an expert in helping churches grow um, from beyond the 100 mark. So super excited to have this special guest here, Don, thank you so much for appearing on the prophetic listening podcast. Thank you for having me. And the McCraig thing happens literally all, <laughs> all the time. So, uh, so no sweats, but I'm, I'm very, very excited about being here and, and, uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that we, we talked about right before I hit record, uh, was that I like to, make these episodes useful to our audience. I love to show off and and um and showcase prophetic listening and, and what it is. And we will get to that in, in a few minutes. But I can't put this to waste that I have a pastor on this episode. I mean, you're not the first pastor, but sure. you're you're a really good pastor. And so I would love to just pick your brain about hearing God and hearing his perfect will and just wanted to to ask you a couple things that our audience could use. So, being a pastor of um of a pretty large church, what are some things that that you run into when your congregation um uh, talks to you about hearing God's voice? Like what are some common obstacles that they run into and what are your answers? Yeah. So first I would say, and in, in my context as a pastor, hearing from the Lord is one of the most normal things ever. And so my first point of encouragement for anybody that watches or listens, uh, listens to your podcast, it would just be, you're not unusual. You're not weird. You're not a bad Christian. If you find yourself in this season where you just are are trying to figure things out. Uh, in fact, I would even try to make the argument sometimes that God wants us to be in these seasons um, for faith building or waiting. There's a lot of reasons, but when I when I talk to people about the process of hearing from the Lord, I always like to talk about it from the perspective of there's three things, um, and they're and they're kind of in order. Um, yeah. So when we're wanting to hear from the Lord, we we have to start with the Bible. Mm -hmm. That. That is God's word. He's already spoken it. It's already good. And we know that it's good. Yeah. And if we read something in scripture that, for instance, is a command all the way through for everybody, love your neighbor, that kind of thing, then we know that's for us and we can follow that. Mm -hmm. But of course, then the question is always like, well, how do I know if that scripture is for me or can I apply this? Can I apply that? And so that's when we get into uh, prayer. 
and in our own relationship with the Lord. And the thing about prayer is one, it's not going to disagree with scripture, but two, I would highly recommend that we not wait to cultivate a conversation with the Lord in our most desperate hour. If we can start cultivating. So when we start cultivating this relationship in this conversation with the Lord, um, and we know his voice and we've got a rhythm to our conversation, then when it comes time for us to hear on these desperate matters, it's quick. It makes sense when we've already put in the time of discerning his voice. Mm-hmm. But still, there's, okay, I think I've heard something. I'm not totally sure. I've got two scriptures that I'm not sure. What do we do? At that point, uh, step three is uh, ask mature and gifted Christians around you to speak into whatever it is. Um, So again, let's not wait until we are in our desperate hour to cultivate these relationships. Let's already be in fellowship. This is one of the reasons why we have church. This is one of the reasons why we fellowship. And I don't know if your church does small groups or Sunday school or, or, you know, whatever it is, but get involved with some people, get involved in their lives, let them get involved in yours so that when it comes time to hearing from the Lord, they know you, they care about you. They've got a context to your life. Um, And again, they're not going to disagree with scripture. They might disagree with what you heard in prayer. And so then we've <laughs> got to circle back to step two and take that again to the Lord in prayer. But those are those are the three scripture, yeah. prayer, uh, other Christians around you um, that are mature and gifted. Um, and uh, and usually with with that combination, uh, we're going to hear from the Lord and we're going to get we're going to get where he wants us to be. Excellent. Excellent advice. Uh, knocked it out of the park (laughs) as a home run. Uh, And I love what you said about scripture and how that really is the bedrock of, of hearing God's voice. If, if you are hearing anything that's contrary to scripture, you can immediately toss it out. It's not, it's not valid. Uh, God doesn't contradict himself. He's not a God of confusion. Uh, And oftentimes he will redirect his children right back to the word of to, to direct them. But one of the things that I, I also really appreciate about the Lord, um, is that yes, he has scripture, uh, to, to direct us, but sometimes he has very, very specific directions for, for example, you're not going to find in, um, you know, Jeremiah, do I take this job or not? <laughs> or exactly. do I relocate to this city or do I marry this person? You know, well, like what's, exactly. what's wise. Right. Um, but then even pointing back to, to scripture about um, your, the third point, finding wise counsel, right. There's safety in, in the wise counsel of many that's in Proverbs, correct? Um, yeah. I think sure uh, Proverbs one or uh, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, you just don't check. I me. trust you to know the address. I just know that we're <laughs> the zip code. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a- absolutely. As soon as I got licensed, I memorized that whole thing. Uh, so just don't check my work. <laughs> How ironic um, that I'm saying don't check my work and we're in the context of like, yeah, you should have other Christians check your work. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then the the other piece that uh, you mentioned about prayer, which really kind of circles back to prophetic listening because mm-hmm. prophetic listening, um, for, for those listening, it is an advanced form of spiritual direction and it really is an advanced form of listening prayer and listening prayer is just that it's where you are praying to God, asking him questions, but you're also taking the time to listen because a lot of, believers, especially when they start out, they're very good at talking at God 
but maybe not so much listening. And I remember the first time I heard that the Lord still speaks to his children in this day and age. I was shook. I was like, yeah. really? He does? Because I'm thinking as I'm reading the Bible that, oh yeah, David heard an audible voice or Moses had the burning bush or, you know, like mm-hmm. God spoke to them, but he doesn't do that today. And when I learned, oh no, 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 he's he's still speaking. Nobody ever muted him. Uh, yeah. That that was a game changer. So Great tips. Thank you for, uh, for sharing that. One of the things that you mentioned really quickly was how it's important to cultivate that prayer life. Don't wait until, you know, an emergency, not that you can't go to God, you know, if, if it's something that you, you just haven't done, but, Mm -hmm. uh, I remember there was a time when I was working in a corporate setting and I was stressed out about something. And my boss noticed this stressed look on my face. And she's like, Hey, how's it going? What's going on? And I was like, Oh, pray for me. And she had this stricken look on her face. Like what's wrong? What happened? What's going on? (laughs) And I, I still remember because it just occurred to me, wow, there are people like that who really believe that prayer is only for a hail Mary or. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's everything else has failed. The nuclear bomb has to be push the button, call in God rather than maybe the other way of yeah. He's, he's front lines. He's first. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's it's amazing. So yeah, all right. I mean, um, oh, go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. I was I was just gonna say, you know, one of the things I I like to talk about the rhythm of a conversation, yeah. and whenever I talk about the rhythm of a conversation, think about that best friend maybe from college that you don't talk to every day mm-hmm. and you can go three years without seeing them. But as soon as you do see them, that conversation just picks right back up because you mm-hmm. cultivated the rhythm. Mm-hmm. And so we certainly don't want to go three years without talking with God, but that's, that's what I'm talking about. That, that rhythm to conversation so that you can just pick up and roll mm-hmm. is, is something that just comes with time and affection and affinity. And, uh, and so Ooh, when say and, that part so again, time with, and affection, it comes with time, affection, and affinity. Cool. Um, and and yeah, so whenever it's not just us talking at God or waiting for the emergency, but it's, I enjoy spending time with God and I have an affection for him and he has an affection for me. We have an affinity mm-hmm. uh, for one another so that there's joy in the conversation. Because I think sometimes one of the things that happens in prayer is Christians become one subject conversationalists. Mm-hmm. And we're only going to God because this problem rather than mm-hmm. the full spectrum of a relationship of this was my day. This is what happened. These are things that I'm feeling and hearing back and God, how do you see those things? How do you feel those things? And so that's the, that's the rhythm of conversation that I'm talking about. It takes our, our prayer life from 2d to 3d. Um, mm, that's and, uh, good. Yeah. And so just like with that best friend, you haven't seen him in, in two months, but just boom, you pick right back up like nothing ever happened. I think we can get in that same kind of a rhythm with God. Love that. I love that. What you just said reminds me of uh, this old book, um, The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence. Yeah. It's a goodie, isn't it? (laughs) Guys, I'm trying to remember if I actually read it or if I just put it on my bookshelf and was like, I'm going to read that. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, if you, if you did read it, it's good to dust it off and read it again because, um, and I strongly recommend it to, to our listeners, um, brother Lawrence, he was, I believe a f- either 15th or 16th century, uh, monk, but he talks about how every moment of his life 
whether he was mopping the floors or, um, or getting food for the, the monastery or, um, making deals or something, he was in communion with Mm -hmm. Jesus. And he was having conversations with Jesus about what he was doing, whether it was what others would consider mundane or, Mm -hmm. um, or super important and whatever that is. And, uh, I started to, that was a game changer in my walk because Mm -hmm. I started to practice the presence of God. And I would find myself asking God the most random questions. (laughs) Like one time I asked him, God, why do the birds chirp? (laughs) Oh, that's so good. I just was like, why do the birds chirp? Like, what? I mean, it's not necessary for their existence. Right. And, mm-hmm. and the Lord told me, he said, they're worshiping me. Oh, and so I was good. like, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Yeah, That's so good. And, and let's, let's loop it back. It's scriptural as well. Creation cries out, but mm-hmm. uh, man, I, I love that. I love the simplicity of that because yeah. it's just like, they're worshiping me. And I like the way that it sounds. You yeah. got it. God, that's awesome. <laughs> Cool. I thought I thought you might like it too, so I'll, I'll let them sing pretty. Thank you, God. That's right, cool. right. Yeah. Okay. So, without further ado, because uh, yeah. I know our audience members, some repeat listeners are going to be like, "Where is this session?" So let's go ahead <laughs> and dive right into this. Um, so, guys, for those of you watching, um, I'm working off of uh, my my own book, my own curriculum. It's called um, Prophetic Listening: Hearing God's Voice with uh, Clarity, uh, Certainty, and Confirmation, and Love, love, love doing a session with somebody who hasn't done it with me before. So thank you so much for agreeing to hop on. You got your pen and paper ready? Yes. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay if you don't, because I don't think I warned you. So (laughs) no worries. No worries. I was a Boy Scout for nine months. I am sometimes prepared. I'm ready to go. (laughs) All right. So. Now that you have your uh, pen and paper, basically the way this is going to work is we'll, we'll probably start with, um, around three questions. It's okay if it's only a couple, but, uh, usually I'll, I'll do three questions with, with a guest. And, uh, basically what I need you to do is just, um, tell me kind of what they are. We'll number them out and just leave space underneath each question for, uh, Holy Spirit's response, uh, cause we're expecting him to, to speak and, and to answer, uh, mm-hmm. So what would you say is first question that's on your heart that you'd want to ask the Lord? Hey, fam, fam. I want to thank you for taking the time to watch this episode. I really, really hoped that you were blessed by it. If this taught you anything about hearing God more clearly, about listening to him with other people, if it inspired you watching other people connect with the voice of God, I want to encourage you share this show. Don't be greedy. Don't keep this all to yourself. Share this show, let other people know about the Prophetic Listening Podcast, share it on your social, text a friend about it, bring it up in conversation, whatever that looks like for you. Also, if you could do me a huge solid and leave a review, guys, that helps increase visibility. There is nothing like word of mouth traction. So please leave a review. Lastly, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can hit me up on Instagram at the Michelle Honora. You can also find my work, my resources, my e-courses, as well as the certification program on www.propheticlistening.com. Thank you again. Tune into the next episode. We're here every week. Can't wait to see you on the flip side. God bless.